Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. Welcome to the Charged Up Chargers podcast. Here I am, Lucas Reyes, with my guy, sports guy, David. How you doing, David? We won Victory Monday. I'm feeling great. <laughs> Man, I, you're feeling great. I don't feel that great. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Well, I mean, I don't know if we have a lot to talk about as far as how much content, but it's a lot of in-depth analysis because I feel like yesterday's game, oops, sorry, yesterday's game was kind of uh, boring, I would say. I mean, there wasn't a lot of fireworks, um, but there are some things that I am very much critical about. So let's get into it. Um, yeah, you said it. We came away with the dub, but it was so ugly. First impressions, um, big takeaways. Uh, what I did, I think what everyone saw first was the defensive line, the defensive line dominance of my goodness. I'm so excited that, it, you know, how it turned out because that addition of Linval Joseph and then surprise, surprise, uh, Jerry Tillery, you know, he showed up and you called him out personally, what we said, who needed to improve on this Chargers team. So congrats to Jerry Tillery and, and uh, everyone saw his growth. Joey Bosa did his thing. No surprise there. And uh, Melvin Ingram with an interception, a few turnovers on defense. Um, Got to be happy with that. And then uh, that's my biz- biggest first impression and big takeaway. What about you? What did you take away from the game? Um, mine was um, Tyrod Taylor. And mm-hmm. and uh, the funny thing is I was tweeting out cra- on in the group chat. We're, we're currently in Twitter and on, on just Twitter in general. And and Charger fans, I think what it is, we're so – we're so uh, – what's the word? I'm trying to find the, the – trying to say this nice we're so quick to judge is because i think we we, we, charger fans been patient enough and we're getting impatient and we just want success and we want just we just want to win really that's all we really want our community is great but like one thing goes bad it's like a it's like a dominoes effect and like and what happened with us today is what usually happens to us but we're on the other side of that so it felt good to be on that part but my biggest thing was tyrod taylor um right rough from the gate um, just I what I really didn't like was every second down was a run every single time it was way too predictable. I thought North Turner was a was offensive <laughs> coordinator, and yeah. I just and Tyrod Taylor just looked really indecisive, and um he went I believe he went fifteen for twenty nine if I'm not mistaken. Let me just double check real quick. I got you. He went sixteen for thirty. Oh okay, he went sixteen for thirty, and every missed pass was over Ed. It looked like he didn't want to take a chance. Mm-hmm. And I know your your scary interception is your first game since your first start since like a year and a half, but he didn't look like he wanted to take any chances, and he was just throwing it away, throwing it away, over throwing it, you know, so no one could catch it. And that's what really kind of bugged me. And then, um, and then I put on Twitter right after the game who um, about uh, Tyrod Taylor who should start next week, and I believe last time I checked that the poll was uh, fifty nine forty one Justin Herbert. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna let you get into that, but I'm gonna continue with Tyrod Taylor. Um, I know um Mike Mike Williams had a great catch, one that was almost inbounds. Uh, Keenan Allen, let's see, Keenan Allen didn't do wasn't too high. He had four four receptions on 37 yards. Um, like I said, Mike Will had 69 yards on four reception, and Hunter Henry kind of like a quiet night with five receptions and 73 um yards. And what I'm really sad about is Austin Eckler, Eckler only had one reception on three yards. And this really upset me. It didn't upset me because I was actually versing Austin Eckler in fantasy today. <laughs> or I mean, last, last, uh, yesterday. So this I week. almost, yeah, this week I was a 13% chance of winning. He didn't do much. So now I'm a 72% chance of winning. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but I was really upset. They didn't use him a lot. And even on the ground, um, he rushed for 80, oh, 84 yards on 19 carries, which was really good. But a lot of people, are um starting to like this Joshua Kelly guy and I and with uh he was averaging five yards per carry 
12 total rushes and 60 yards. I feel like people remember him more than Austin Eckler. But I'm going on a tangent. I just think Tyler Taylor was just a little too uncomfortable. Um, he, our offensive line was okay. Right. Um, I feel like once our playmakers are, are our biggest guys are back in there, then we'll be fine. I just I think he was just a little indecisive. Maybe he was a little nervous. First game back, I really don't. Our offensive coordinator, I really didn't like him since last year when they switched over. When they when he switched over right when Melvin Gordon came back, roughly around the day, roughly run yeah, around give or take around the yeah. And I just didn't like the play calling. Ever since then, I just haven't been liking that play calling. And um, I but I do believe in Tyrod Taylor. I will give him another week, in which sucks because we versed the Kansas City Chiefs, who has two day they had two three days, uh, more prep than we do. Um, when we see them next Sunday. So it's going to be a big challenge for him. But if Tyrod Taylor gets the win next week, if he's starting, which I think he will, um, I don't. I think he has a lot longer line than a lot of these quarterbacks, um, then I think uh, he'll be just fine and, and he'll solidify that starting position without any hesitation. But I just think it was too indecisive. 206 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. So that's something good. A little mobile. I just – he was – I don't know the play calling. It was really bugged me, and I feel like I'm a broken record because if you if you jump into any podcast last year, Charger um, Charger podcast, I say the same exact thing. So I think something really got to change there. But Tyrod Taylor, I'll give you, I'll give you, I, I, Kansas City's gonna be tough. I know that, but I'm gonna give him another shot. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. flip on him. Um, what do you feel about Tyrod? Yeah, uh, lots to unpack there, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You're gonna have to help me out. We'll, we'll, um. I'll put off the Justin Herbert conversation for a little bit. We'll get to that in a second. Um, the play calling is definitely the biggest biggest hindrance because you know what? The offensive line going into this game was my biggest concern, and we were talking about it, especially going against that Bengals defensive line. And um, then the Bengals lose DJ Reader, unfortunately. And, and Atkins wasn't playing either. And Atkins wasn't playing, right? Do you know Atkins? So um, they're already without one of their big guys, and then they lose a big guy in the middle of the game. But still, that offensive line just looked okay. It didn't look anything amazing. But if you if this Chargers offensive line week one, if they would have played the Rams, uh, Aaron Donald would have ate him up. It would have oh. been it would have been a wrap, especially without Trey Turner and uh, and uh, without Mike pa- Mike Pouncey in there solidifying that center of that line. So, uh, but still, you don't. It wasn't as bad as last year, I would say. You know, um, it was so bad last year, especially without having a mobile quarterback. And then now you have Tyrod in there. So the, the offense did change up a little bit. We did see it, a lot of pistol formation. And I think the biggest thing was we see that Anthony Lynn really wants to establish the run. And I get it. And I get it so much because you're a running back. Um, you're a fullback in the league or whatever you were. Um, running back coach in Buffalo, and that's where you saw Tarot Taylor, and that's where you think maybe Tarot Taylor really needs to needs his strength. I get it, you know, but the the play calling needs to be improved, and the play calling needs to be adjusted a lot more quicker than what we saw on Sunday. It was ridiculous. I mean, you go the first quarter without a score, you're punting the ball um, basically every single drive. Let me just five uh, times, yeah, so five times, yeah, so five times uh, in the first quarter. You don't get any points till the second quarter when you only get two field goals, and then you get shut out until the fourth where you score a touchdown and a field goal to put it away. Um, barely put it away, too. So there's no adjustment there, and it's really annoying because Anthony Lynn, after the game, is is most vocal about not getting the fourth and one conversion on the uh, QB sneak. And uh, that was so bad because if you look at that, 
that is the best gauge. The, the QB sneak is the best gauge of the strength of an offensive line because it is just man-to-man full power. You, then you know you're going to do it. The defense knows you're going to do it. The QB sneak, and it's just straight-up power. And it showed right there. That was after, uh, I believe, DJ Reader got hurt. Look, the Chargers offensive line isn't where it needs to be as far as strength. And you talked about it. Uh, no one got anything done on the playmaking side. None of the guys that we're used to seeing. Keenan Allen didn't get anything done. Mike Williams, the big shot guy, four receptions for 69 yards. Yeah, and they also ha- had that one missed catch, that one amazing catch in the beginning of the game that um, ended up out of bounds. And then Keenan Allen, four receptions for 37 yards. And the biggest uh, receiving leader was Hunter Henry coming off of a season-ending injury last year, five receptions, 73 yards. And most of that yardage came off of a one big 33-yard bomb um, that was in a blown, busted coverage. So take away that. You have no receiver even close to 100 yards. And then rushing the ball, you already said Austin Eckler for 84 and Josh Kelly for 60. Josh Kelly is the reason we won that game. Josh Kelly and the defense. Because none of the main playmakers, the ones that you extended this offseason, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler, who had more rushing or sorry, more passing touchdowns of any running back last year, the biggest receiving threat out of the backfield other than McCaffrey and Kamara, he's up there with that talent and you don't use him. It's completely ridiculous. The game plan that they try to implement, uh, they stuck to it way too long and without adjusting. And so the Shane Steichen, you said you didn't like him last year when he came. I didn't like him last year either. And he's quickly falling off. And uh, Anthony Lynn, you know what? You fired an offensive coordinator last year. I'm not saying fire Steichen, but you know what? Uh, Taking over in the middle of last season and having a whole offseason to prepare. I know there was no preseason, yada, yada, yada. We know that. But that's for every single NFL team. And they looked terrible and flat. And um, I guess it's time to have this conversation about Herbert and Terod Taylor. You said you'd see him starting next week. I see him starting too, but uh, do you see him starting? Like you said, you know, his life and stuff like that. I mean, what did you think of him yesterday? Do you think that he he's for sure has that position locked up for the foreseeable future? Let's see, let's give him till week four. Let's give him this first month. Is he still holding on to it? I mean, uh, I, do you still want him to take over for the rest of the season? What are your thoughts on that? I feel like if, if they get a different game plan going on, it's like you, you said it perfectly. They they stuck to the game plan way too long and didn't adjust. They were they kept on running it on a second and 12, second and four, second and five, second and seven. They kept on running it. And I get it. You know, Joshua Kelly, he he's a big he's a big boy. I thought he was more of a, a scat back, but that dude is a power back. And you got Austin Eckler there, too. I get it, you know, but like. Just every second down, I I bet mm-hmm. I bet every second down, I was like, this guy's gonna you know run out second down, run out second down. Um, I do see him, I do see him starting every every um every start of this month. Um, I do see this would be this would be kind of crazy because Fist Magic he had a terrible game, which I don't want to really talk about because I was praising him a lot. But <laughs> they they named him starter, and I'm not saying they're the same two coaches, but I'm just saying I think it would be really fun if Justin Herbert versus Tua. In week seven, their debut, that would be really cool. I would like right. to see that. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling myself, okay, week seven. I think that's at seven weeks is good enough to see, okay, it's Tyrod, it's like half the season. Is Tyrod good to go? I think they're going to give him a little bit more. Um, they need to see, see him more sam- a bigger sample size, really. But I really do think he's good. Yeah. I just think uh, the, the Bengals' defense, they, they played pretty tough. They're, they're not really known for a tough defense, but they played pretty tough. And um, – and it's gonna, like I said, it's gonna be really hard next next um, week with the the Chiefs. But if he wins the Chiefs, I think he solidifies that. But if he doesn't, I think his line gets a little shorter. But I think he he remains the starter until at least week seven, at least. 
Yeah, um, shoot. I mean, look, you see what the Chiefs just did last week against the Texans when Deshaun Watson, I mean, they were up for a little bit, and then the Chiefs just took over, and the Chiefs did what but they the did. But so. the Texans were flat, too. They tried to they, right. they, kind of like what the Chargers did, and I feel like that's going to happen to us if we don't change our game plan and change yeah. it quick. It needs to be more involved with the playmakers that you have on offense. I mean, it was so bad. Um, it was like night and day, the energy on the Chargers' defense versus the offense. Their energy on defense was superb and really kept the Bengals away. 13 points allowed. Uh, I know that last drive was scary. We'll talk about that in a second. But, um, but look, you get two turnovers and you get to Joe Burrow and you force sacks and you force a fumble and you just get in his head early. This game is completely on the offense for letting the Bengals stay in it for so long. We we all didn't even mention the missed field goal that Badgley had at the around a 50 yard field goal. And uh, excuse me. And that's a really bad. I think that was a fourth down and short as well. And I would have I, I, I needed to see more aggressive and assertiveness on this offense. Um, not enough shots downfield, not enough play action. It's like, I, I don't, I really don't get it. And there needs to be more accountability on Lynn um, to put pressure on Shane Steichen for a better performance on offense. And as my thoughts on Justin Herbert, well, look, I've been vocal about him wanting to start since day one because I didn't think that Tyrod was a guy and this first game didn't really help him out. Uh, Tyrod definitely deserves more chances though I'll say that I mean like he's going to get another chance he's going to get a big chance this Sunday to you know uh, this this coming Sunday week two to see what he could do against the defending Super Bowl champs but look that door is getting closer and closer as far as the tolerance that the fans have for Tyrod Taylor's life they're going to demand to see more of Justin Herbert and the fact that there were a lot of throws that it seemed that that Tyrod didn't make and you know the reason why he's in there is because Anthony Lynn was so vocal about turnovers and how many turnovers the Chargers had last year. And he even said it in the locker room after the game, the turnover battle in which they won was the difference why they won the game. And that's true. That's true. But uh, you also need to have that risk reward in there at the quarterback and that killer instinct. And I don't know if Tyrod Taylor has that. I'm sorry. And and that's why I think Justin Herbert needs to get, get in there, develop as much as he can, get some years un, under him. Because if we're going to see more games like this where the offense is really bad, I'd rather have Herbert in there anyway. And that's um, – I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you too. Um, when it was the, when the, the Bengals were marching down, and this – you mentioned a little bit about the defense. The only thing I didn't like is how off they were playing. The Chargers, I don't mm. know what scheme it is. I don't know what I, – I know it's zone. I just – I don't know if, if Gus Bradley doesn't have uh, – and a man because we got Chris Harris – Hayward, mm-hmm. Hayward Jr., you got Desmond King, Rashawn Jenkins is coming up. Um, I, I, I don't know, because I've seen mostly zone, and they were playing off. It was a, I remember it was a third and six. It was a third down um, on my Instagram. I posted, uh, I did like a little video. I'm like, oh, did they convert on a third down? They did because the, the, the fucking corners were playing where the first down was and let everything inside. The, the, the Chargers were preventing the big play when they didn't even take a shot down. Maybe because they were playing against the big play, but like, have some trust in your corners. I just, I just mm-hmm. hated it. I, I predicted every. I, that's why I tweeted. I'm like, give me a de- defensive coordinator job right now because I called every single fucking defense. I'm like, if the slant's gonna be right open, um, and and it was every single time. The corners played way too off, and it really, really bugged me. I was like, disgust Bradley. Like he didn't have enough blitzes as well. I wanted him. It was a rookie. It was a rookie 
a rookie quarterback and a line that with a with a couple rookies and kind of like banged up, not the greatest. I would have I would have brought the house down right. multiple times, and he just played it too safe and let 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 all the others underneath stuff go by, and prevented the big play. I would have took some more chances on the defense, really. And it really bugs me. I was just like, man, I just, I, I just wanted them to be. I wanted them to press man coverage, get, get your hands in there and everything. It's just it, that really bugged me on the defense, defensive line, linebackers. You know, Drew Tranquil did come down. He has a broken fibula, most likely out for the rest of the season, which sucks because it was on the first fucking play, which is the most Chargers shit ever. A fucking rising <laughs> star gets yeah. injured on the fucking first play, but um. I, I, but the corners, I just, I, I know it's not them. I know it's the, the plays they're getting called. I just, it's too predictable. I think, I think great three, not great, but three words will be flat, predictable, and pedestrian. That's the play client was. But this is Victory Monday. We do got to be happy. So I guess we could talk about some plus side, um, plus, um, you know, positive things. I, I did, I was really impressed with Sam Tevy. Um, I know he got, right. sh- huh? Right, yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, I thought you said win. I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, what? No, uh, he was he was actually decent on a, on a little screen play or a, a, a toss out. He he had some good blocking down the field, and we didn't really see that from Sam Tebby. I was really interested. They're playing Tyree uh, St. Louis a lot more, yeah. and I didn't see enough of Quisenberry. Um, he could play center as well, and Dan Feeney could have played right tackle, but they went with with uh, Tyree St. Louis, which was um, a bit of a surprise for me, and he did okay, but Balaga. Um, did as well, and and the offensive line did a lot better than what we're used to. So, but I was real impressed with Sam Tevy. I I gave a lot of shit for him. He was the guy last year who who went um, false start twice, and the refs didn't call it, and we scored a touchdown. Um, I don't know if that was last year or the year before that, but I know it was, it's been recent. Um, he's been getting a lot of shit, and I think he proved a lot of people wrong. If you're if you're really paying attention to the offensive line, he did he did a great job. So that's a positive. I know we're kind of like <laughs> shitting on the Chargers right now. We're being really extra critical, but. Yeah, week one, a lot of a lot of teams were flat, um, and a lot of teams weren't flat. But that's true. Uh, but a lot of the teams that weren't flat, there it was a shootout. It was just a fucking shootout. Russell Wilson, you know, Aaron Rodgers, those, those guys were just balling out. Um, but I think it was Tyrod's first time in a while starting, and I think it's a little flat. I just we got to change that game plan. I'm I'm happy the Chargers won. I'm extremely happy because what happened to us usually a couple years ago versus St. Louis, or no no no, uh, I'm not St. Louis, a uh, Pittsburgh, um. But the playoff holding site, um, you know, I'm so glad to, to see it happen, not to us. And for, yeah, I um, feel really bad for Randy Bullock because it looked like he pulled something or he must have. Oh, know, we'll get bad. to that. Well, yeah. you know what? Oh, my God. Well, I'll just bring it up. They're saying he faked the injury. Yeah, they're, yeah, saying... they're saying they pulled his right one and then he's holding his left. Yeah, something. because yeah. Yeah, where the, the play happened and then he immediately grabs his right leg, the kicking leg. And then somehow today on the injury report, it's his left leg that's hurt. But the yeah. fact that he grabbed his right leg during the game is the, they have to write down both injuries. So now the, on the injury report, it says calves, like plural, like both of his calves are fucked. Yeah. So that's just funny. I mean, uh, he definitely choked. And yeah, you know what? Victory Monday, um, all the negative stuff out the way, we'll get some positive now. The first positive for sure is just the W. Um, the fact that the Chargers got the W, I think that man really saved them really saved a lot of potential bad things from happening like butterfly effect you know because one bad game i think could have set the chargers basically season to the moon i mean just throw away the 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 whole season i mean last year when the chargers started off bad it seemed like maybe they could turn things around like there would be like some 
some games where you'd be like, all right, we'll just wait till everyone's healthy. We'll wait till German James gets back. We'll wait till something happens. And we didn't see that. We'll hope, you know, we're just lucky that this game went the Chargers way because it could have been a lot uh, terrible. Um, other good things that I liked from the game, young guy, Kenneth Murray. I think Kenneth Murray, we need to shout out the rookie linebacker started immediately and he looked so tall. I didn't realize how big this guy yeah, was. Yeah, he's and, pretty big. Yeah, and he and he was a lot, around the ball a lot and it looked like he was very comfortable playing the position. Didn't even realize he was a rookie in there making mistakes or anything like that. Kenneth Murray looks like the real deal. Um, Joey Bosa said after the game that the Drew Tranquil injury is very disappointing and it really sucks for Drew and because the defense, Joey said that Drew and Tran- Drew Tranquil and Kenneth Murray were going to be a problem. They were going to be something special this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was unfortunate. But then you get Denzel Perryman to come in right after that, and he caused the fumble. So, yeah, like a missile. I love that. Yeah, uh, we need to see him wrap up the fucking tackle, though, please. Um, no more missed tackles. But then the Chargers get three sacks, but they had a lot of QB hits and uh, two turnovers on defense, like we said. Hold it the home team to 13 points with some playmakers. You got T Higgins, AJ Green, Joe Mixon. You forced a fumble on Joe Mixon, who hasn't had a fumble in over 600 carries, 600 touches. That's around two to three years worth of touches right there. And you forced the first fumble in about two to three years. That's, that's a big stat. Um, So that's really uh, a you know, big positive there. The funny part was um, Nick Virgil got the, re- got the recovery. And he's oh, right. Bangle which I thought was funny. Yeah. I seen a lot of, uh, he stepped up too. You know, he came in in rotation with same as Denzel Perriman to take over Drew K- uh, Tranquil. And um, that line, I'm not used to seeing it. Last time I seen a good linebacking core was like, oh, who do we mention? It was like Sean Phillips. Um, yeah, we mentioned Stephen Cooper. Stephen Cooper, uh, Sean Phillips, uh, Sean Merriman. He was more of a little bit of the outside guy. But like, we were not, we're not accustomed to these, these linebacker cores that are out. Right. And I think we have a really young Desmond Perriman. I think he's playing on a contract here. He's been battling his injuries, but he really showed up with that. He just like came in like a missile. I think yeah. he was going straight for ball. He's like, fuck the tackle. Went straight for the ball. <laughs> Nick Virgil recovered Kenneth Murray there. He's just a big body. He was on everything. And who I was most impressed with was Linval Joseph. We right. didn't get that production from Brandon Menbane. Menbane, yeah. Menbane. I, I, I don't know why we, we kept him for so long. We, I, the Chargers always have this thing where we keep players for too long and, and you know, hopefully they pan out, but they don't like a jar, a, not a jar too, too. Um, what's the other guy on the defensive line we, we kept for a minute? Um, mm. The one we, we mentioned him, a, t- a two? A Tauchu? A, a Tauchu, yeah. We, we drafted him high. I think he – I don't know if he was a first-rounder, but I know he was a – I think he was not – he was either a first, second – It was top or, three for sure. Yeah. And uh, we kept him for a while, you know, and um, I, I don't know where he's at now. I remember he was on a team last year. I think he was, I like, think he was on the Cardinals team. last year, and uh, I don't know where he's like at the, now. Uh, yeah, well, like, we held on to him, and I'm glad that we got Linneville Joseph. He's just a big boy, he, and I seen um, some tape. He just ran through somebody. He's just a big boy, you know. If he was a little faster, <laughs> he probably would have had a couple sacks. Joe Bosa on both ends, and Uoso, too, he also had a sack, which I, oh, who I love. He's coming. He's becoming one of my favorite players. I think I'm going to get his jersey, a new Osu jersey, and he's from SC, so uh, but the talking about speaking of SC, we talk about their rivals, US uh, UCLA rookie. I mean, everyone's going crazy for this guy, and we we mentioned him a little bit. But Joshua Kelly, man, dude, mm-hmm. this guy I think is the real deal. Um, I just I, I love him, man. He's he, he he has that power back. We used to last power back we had. Let's see, um, Tobert. Well, he was more of a fullback. Um, what was the last? He was like a bowling ball. Yeah. Who else? Um, who else was a power back we had? We usually get like those. 
fast. Well, Melvin Gordon, obviously, but we don't. I don't really like him personally. Like Ryan Matthews, remember? Remember Ryan Matthews? Yeah, Ryan. If he was stayed healthy. If he stayed healthy, you know, boy from Fresno State. But yeah, Joshua Kelly, man, he rammed in for the touchdown. He had a, a 33-yard run. I think that was his longest. Um, I love the production for both of them a little bit more in the passing game, and I think we'll be fine. But overall, I, I think the Chargers could have played a lot worse, but we played really good. And um, and the Bengals, I think, and that kicker, Randy Bullock, I, I call him Fat Boy Randy because, I, I mean, that boy, I didn't even know he was a football player. I thought they just picked him up from the stands. He had the, the beer belly out and everything. Um, but, yeah, um, I'm, I'm real excited to see Chargers 1-0 and um, – and um, moving forward, I'm like, real excited to see. Um, I just I just want these changes to be made, um, and uh, hopefully yeah. they, they do get made. So looking the next week now, big test for the Chiefs. I think the only thing I could say about last, last night's game, yesterday's game, was that hopefully the play calling was stagnant and was because they didn't want to show too much on film and they really want to get a big upset win this this week. I don't know if the Chargers are that – Machiavellian and that fucking Bill Belichick type to look to the future. I mean, Anthony Lynn seems like a guy to take things one one step at a time, but come away with the win. We need to see uh, a lot more adjustments, but that's that's pretty much it that we had, like, nose-wise for this game, guys, because it was it was pretty much, you know, I mean, whatever happened in the first four quarters could be summed in, like, one paragraph, I feel like, uh, just because it, was that, it wasn't that eventful. Um, the only thing was the last drive. The last drive that we didn't talk, we haven't talked about that yet. The Joe Burrow came back and uh, almost led his team to a fucking comeback victory, and really the Chargers got bailed out because that whole drive, I was watching it, that <laughs> the game with my dad, and I was like, they're fucking scoring a touchdown, like they're they're gonna score a touchdown. I already knew it, and that AJ Green touchdown, oh my gosh, I didn't see the flag at first, so I was like, there it is, like that, I knew it. They, you saw the drive happening, and uh, I, I don't know what was going through your head, but. Casey Hayward shut down the corner and proved it that, hey, you, the only way you're going to get open on him is if you draw a flag. So that's re- really bailed him out. And, uh, my God, that's all I have to say about that game other than that last drive. What did you think about that last drive, though? Um, I was just – I was I was like, they're driving. The corners are playing 13 yards off. Of course they're going to – they're not going to let the big play happen. Um, I would say let the big play happen. Fuck, I'd rather, I'd rather play man. Like I said earlier, I'd rather play man press coverage and let these guys – because they're going to get those slant routes. They're going to get the out-of-bound – you know, like, fuck that shit. I would, I would prevent that more. Um, and then it drove all the way down with eight seconds left. I'm like, of course this is happening right now. I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> yeah. And then AJ Green pull, pushed it off. Um, Casey Hayward sold it, and it was just funny because the Cowboys lost off a of push-off. Um, and the, almost in the same exact manner, same amount of seconds, in the same exact, like, almost in the same exact manner, which was really funny because um, I was in a Cowboy house. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I was just like, of course this is happening. And then the field goal, I was like, it's 29 yards. I mean, if they don't score a touchdown, at least tie him and go to overtime. I even tweeted, I was like, I'd rather them score a field goal and get over overtime instead of them running another play. That's how yeah. l- how much fate I lost in that defense because they're just letting anything go through, you know? Mm-hmm. So it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I was like, come on, man. But we pulled through. We won. I know this this is a lot of negatives, but there's a lot of positives to look forward to. I see Joshua Kelly. Um, more um, Austin Eckler through the air. Like I say, I don't think he's going to have a one-catch game. Um, late. He's That's not, that's not going to happen. Yeah, unacceptable. not going to happen either. Um, it's it's going um, to be popping next coming week. Yeah. You know? With yeah. the blitzes, when we did see the blitzes, was fucking amazing because they got in the backfield almost instantaneously. We need to see more of that. Um, I think when, you, when the Chargers have games when – 
they're up by at least a touchdown or two. Um, hopefully we'll see that because I have no idea how the season will turn out. But uh, there, we'll see a lot more blitzes and it'll be, you know, a lot more impactful. Um, but I think that's it. I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, um, oh, let me update you on the survey. So well, out of 100, right. 101 people, um, I said, who should start next week? Justin Herbert and Tyrod Taylor. It evened out a little bit. It's 54% Justin Herbert and 46% wow. Tyrod Taylor. And people are um, getting pretty upset about this. Leave it well, out from from a lot both. of people may have voted like you know when right when the game happened. Oh, I posted. I literally posted it the second the game over. <laughs> so I think it was people's initial thing. Yeah. But, um, like I said, keep Tyrod in there. Um, you know we're paying this dude, so might as well use him. Um, oh, mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna go into the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs. Um, I think you're the one who said it that they haven't. Patty Mahomes hasn't thrown for 300 yards on the Chargers defense, and that was last year's defense. I think we have a better defense now. The Chiefs defense. Um, that rookie Sneed, uh, Sneed, I think it was, um, really, really um, showed up. So I was like, okay, because they don't really have any corners. They had Ward, they have the Honey Badger, but this Sneed guy, I think third-round draft pick, um, he really showed up. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a good battle with our wide receivers if we get to him. Chris Jones and um, yeah. Frank Clark is going to be the big test. But, Concern, um, yeah. Yeah, um, the biggest test for our offensive line. But um, latest reports I've seen saying um, – um, um, Balaga obviously played yesterday, so he'll be there. And Trey Turner is—they're really optimistic that Trey Turner will start. That's and good. I haven't—I haven't heard anything about Mike Ponce. But if we get Trey Turner in there, a five-five um, Pro Bowl, five-time Pro Bowler, I believe out of his six years he's been playing, I think he made the Pro Bowl five times, if not four. If, um, don't quote me on that. Um, I think it'll be a lot easier, and I think with that rush, we could throw a lot more screens in there, and Austin Eckler will be involved. I think we just got to get our playmakers involved. That's the biggest thing, like you right. said earlier, emphasized on that. I think they definitely got to get that done, and I'm just real excited to see. And um, I think I'm gonna be in a Kansas City Chiefs house watching that game, so pray for me. <laughs> and I'll definitely be tweeting behind my enemy life lines. Beyond behind enemy lines, and this guy, I believe, if 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 I I don't know where I'm gonna watch it yet, but if it is. Um, it's gonna be a long night, but I I believe I have faith. I have faith in the Chargers. We're gonna. If Trey Turner up. comes back, uh, that gives more fl- flexibility on the f- offensive line. You can move Lamp around more and uh, Quisenberry. Um, I think Quisenberry around throw. more. Yeah, I think I that he should why. be thrown in there as well. Maybe did you see him play? I didn't. No, really he didn't. Play. No. He didn't uh, I didn't see any injury on him. I just really I was really concerned why he didn't play. I was just I don't know. I was just like, why is he? Playing? It's but, it's good to see Lamp and Feeney do well. Um, though I'm very excited that they did well. Yeah, and Sam, Sam Tevy too. He was and Tevy, yeah, because I gave him a lot of shit. Well, at right tackle, Tevy was not what not good. But if he's, you know, if he's stepping up at left, I mean, by all means, Tevy, go off. <laughs> I think I think they just gotta find the right positioning of of all our right. guards because we have a we have a bunch. I just think they're better in certain positions, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. They just they just gotta figure that out, and, and that's just the flow of the game. We're um, gonna have to predict this game, dude. The Chiefs Chargers game. We have to do uh, a prediction, man. I think it's going to be close. It's going to be like uh, we did a couple years ago with Mike Will, two-point conversion. I think it's going to get down to that. It's going to really show. I think this game is really going to show what Tyrod Taylor is made out of. It's a young – it's a young – or uh, it's early in the season, and it's, it's an early test for him, and I think he has to show up. Um, those 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 snippets of him, when the Bengals were driving it down, they, they, they shot it to uh, Tyrod Taylor, the camera, and his face. Yeah, that was really discouraging. It was really discouraging, and I think that's what changed a lot of people's mind. He was just like – 
He was yeah, just out of body it. language. He, his body language is not it. He got to step up. He knows he got to step up because he lucked out. He ain't gonna get. That ain't gonna happen anymore. I guarantee you that. The NFL is crazy, but I guarantee you, the way the Chargers luck is, that ain't happening to us again. That's one every ten years. So <laughs> we gotta live that up. So I think Tyrod Teller this is a big test for him. Um, we gotta see Austin Eckler. We gotta see Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. I want to see. We're the sounding like a broken record, man. We, we do. We just need to see. And I, I, I do, I do want to mention Joe Reed had a 46-yard uh, return on the oh, kick. Right. I want to see him more involved. Get KJ Hill, Guyton ca- caught a couple balls. Get those guys involved. And uh, we just, we just gotta be in sync. And right now, I don't think we are first season, our first, um, first game of the season. I get it. Um, but w- you can't play this sloppy and, and um, expect right. to win. Next week is a big test for our defense too. Chris Harris is very familiar with Mahomes. He versed him um, two times last year for the last two years so he's very familiar with him and we're also very familiar with him so um i think chargers got to step up i'm real happy that chargers had a plus two turnover ratio because i kept on bringing yep. it up we had the worst turnover ratio at minus 17 um and it was pretty bad and then they start showing up those philip river numbers or philip rivers is uh he he's like 36 percent completion rate five touchdowns and 23 interceptions with in the fourth quarter with a one with the one score game or some crazy stat and i thought i thought you could really pull it through and maybe it is i don't i think the philip rivers has some clutch moments i just i don't know man i just really wish yeah he, he, he has like 20 plus fourth quarter comebacks so it's not like he doesn't have it in him uh but he did yeah they did lose this past weekend against jacksonville you called that game though you said that, the jaguars, that yeah you said the jaguars would beat the colts it was so heartbreaking though seeing like Whenever there was a game break and they were like checking in on the the Colts game, and I was like, Philip Rivers interception, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. That's yeah, crazy. I felt bad for him. It was just like deja vu for him. Yeah, you think but- with the one of the best offensive lines, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I do miss him. Um, I wish him all the best. And Marlon Mack is out for the season, so Jonathan Taylor's up up to bat starter. Even though they listed him as a starter, even though I played him in one of my fantasy, and he had like fucking zero point zero point. He had like ten point one point. Some crazy shakes only, yeah. So they can that. We'll leave that for later this week. But <laughs> yeah, um, overall, victory Monday, Charger fans, live it up. Because Sunday yep. is going to be a big test, and to see if the Chargers are going to do it. Offensive coordinator, we got rid of uh, who is it? Was it Hunt? Was it Wizen yeah. Hunt? We got Wizen Hunt. We got rid of him, I believe, before that Dolphin game, before Melvin Gordon came back, and then we had we tried. I can't remember this fucking guy's name because I hate him so much. What's our offensive coordinator? Steichen. Shane Steichen. Yeah, I, that sounds like a that's, ugh, that's <laughs> a douchey name. Well, well, going back, man, you know, the offense just needs some leadership, and hopefully that Tyrod steps up. Because even during Hard Knocks, even Anthony Lynn said that, you know, Tyrod just needs to be a little bit more vocal. You know, he ha- he sees it. And it, it's so annoying because I just feel like Tyrod Taylor is Anthony Lynn's guy. Like, they're just – like, he wants Tyrod to succeed so bad. But, you know, if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. Put Herbert in there. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he was his offensive coordinator in Buffalo. I've been saying head coach. I thought he was head coach for a second, but I, I found out their offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. But he was still over there. Yeah, yeah, but he was he still was over bro- there. Yeah, got a, went to a Pro Bowl with them, so I think he wants to see him succeed, and he's given all the chances, but the Chargers do have a bad history of giving the wrong players the uh, <laughs> the chances and letting go of the good players, you know. But yeah. overall, I'm really happy. Yeah. Um, my anxiety, I talked to my therapist today. He said I should probably stop watching football, but I'm not going to listen to him. Um, anxiety is fucking insane when I watch Charger games, but um, overall, I think I think it was great and one and zero feels great, and um, yeah. I just really hope we improve. I like what we see. I like what I seen, but I told you all the negatives. But I'm trying to end this on a positive note, yeah. which I am. Um, with this for Charger fans or anyone who retweets this or comments this, because and, and most of you guys know we're doing a hundred dollar raffle, a hundred dollar gift card raffle. 
Now I'm going to add a Justin Herbert rookie card Woo! in this um um in the Charger of Charger podcast. So if Chargers you, fan exclusive giveaway. Yeah, this is a Charger fans exclusive. I do have a couple of his cards. I have like five of his cards, but I'm going I'm to get the nicest one. Um, there's some really nice, cool-looking, cool cards. So um, if you're listening to this deal, go ahead and retweet this. We'll put this in the description. All you got to do, like the last um, raffle, like we're doing all month, um, all you got to do is retweet comment or like or all three and the more you you do all that the more entries it is i never know how to word it yeah um, multiple entries yeah multiple entries and then i'll get you a justin herbert card of your choice i'll nice. choose between it so um yeah for your charger uh let's try i take care of the charger fans um but yeah there you have it um oh yeah i have one right there too i have about like six but um there you have it lucas um let's end this podcast yeah let's end it. Well, David, where can they find you on social so we can uh hear about those giveaways um uh, sports guy david on instagram twitter and also tiktok if you like call of duty i'm also on there too i'm a multimedia <laughs> type of guy but yeah sports guy david on everything you can find me on nice. just type that in i'll be the first one up um how about how about you yeah follow me guys sugar free lucas on twitter and also follow the fantasy sports cave on all of the socials links will be in the description so for sports guy david and for me and everyone here at the fantasy sports cave we'll see you next monday after the chargers play the chiefs Thank you.